Hello and welcome to another episode of My Wax Museum. Today on the show I've got Tyler Jensen with me and we go over a lot about filmmaking as that's largely how we know each other but he also tells some stories from his life and how he's grown up to become the person that he is as well as how he's gotten interested in filmmaking and kind of some of the things that he's done with it. So stay tuned for that. To the show, Tyler. Hey, Jackson. I'm great to be here. I feel at home. Good, good. funny thing. <laughs> we're recording in your bedroom. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, obviously, we're like, you know, we're friends. Obviously, otherwise, some may say. I feel like you wouldn't let a stranger into your bedroom. So, <laughs> so well, you might. Why do you keep mentioning my bedroom, dude? You might. It's kind of, it gets kind of awkward nice, after a little bit. It's a nice bedroom. Okay. Anyway, Thank you. Uh, if you'd like to fill us in here on how we know each other. That's how I like to start the show. How do we know each other? Well, I know you through church, but I I was trying to think of how I met you earlier today. I have no idea. I think you yeah. just kind of appeared Yeah. out of the blue. I feel like we spawned mutually into each other's lives. Yeah. I know I... I'm pretty sure I knew Andrew and Kenrick before I knew you. Yeah, that sounds about right. But then I then I, I met you at some point. Yeah, I have no idea how that happened. Maybe you were having friends over one night and Kenrick invited me to tag along. I don't know. Probably. Or I came here for one of Kenrick's parties and I met you. Something like that. I know. Or, well, we spent long mornings at the institute building so maybe we maybe, just met maybe that in was maybe that was seminary it. and i was like oh you're kenrick's brother i know kenrick and you're like eh, let's go to subway yeah Check every day <laughs> leia 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 is big she was wonderful yeah she was great uh, this this subway employee leia she had a nursing degree from the philippines yeah but it wasn't applicable in canada no so which is too bad she was working at the philippines in the meantime <clears throat> so that she could get there she she told us that we were like her sons yeah i think that's the greatest compliment that and she received. gave us extra cheese and cookies all the time it was and awesome except for when her boss was there her boss was there <laughs> but there was one time that her boss was there and she looked at me and she just kind of gave me this look and then look down at the cheese. Yeah, I remember like, this. And yeah. Like put extra on and then quickly said lettuce and just put lettuce all over on top. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. Hide the evidence. Yeah, Leia, Leia was fantastic. Those were good times going to Subway. I don't go to Subway anymore, though. That's too bad. I I don't go nearly as much as I used to. Because of around the bend. Around the bend. No, it's, 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 a, it's just like a personal thing I'm trying to do. Just not go out nearly as much okay, as well, i used to but and yes around the bend is definitely the alternative yeah yeah that yeah i mean it's incredible so uh, speaking of incredible this is awesome right tyler has a 4k drone video of lax took it took it myself TV. he didn't take it himself. i took it myself do you know how many permissions you'd have to get to do that one god permitted me <laughs> yes <laughs> no, that's a terrible thing. What? <laughs> so, he let me. Anyways, it's awesome. So, so you were born in Calgary. Yeah. What hospital? <laughs> Do you know? I don't remember the whole uh, 
incident. <laughs> Thankfully, holy cow. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not sure which hospital I was, honestly. I really, I was born in the fifth hospital. But anyways, this is like about probably you. that's. I mean, or Rocky View. I don't, you don't know. know. They're both pretty popular. We'll ask your mom later because these are important things to know the answers to. Um, but so you grew up mostly in this house too. Right? Yes. And what was the, what was it like? What was your growing up experience like, Tyler? Uh, nothing uh out of this world. I don't know. I mean, um. Oh dear, I don't. All on Earth. Oh, it was all on Earth. I I never left the planet once. Really? Well, actually, there was this. Oh, never mind. Another story <laughs> for another day. <laughs> um, oh, it was good. I mean, I mean, I had both parents, which is a which is a leg up compared to some people's experiences. I had, um, I had three other brothers that yeah. tortured me, and I tortured. So, some healthy cool. relationships growing there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, where do you fall in your family? I already I, know. I'm I'm the uh, I'm the third child, and I am twenty. So, there are oh. some older, and there are there is one younger. You're all growing up. Y- yeah, I don't. How old, how old is Brody? <laughs> Brody is sixteen. He's oh. turning seventeen in a couple months. Oh, okay. Yes. I mean, happy almost his birthday. Yeah, happy to him. Yeah. So you're 20 years old. I'm 20 years old. You're 20? I'm 20. Oh, wow. 21 in June. Really? We. You're older Why? than I thought you were. Really? Yeah. I thought you were going to... Okay. No. A lot of the time I get I get the opposite. Well, I feel like somebody who knows you, like, or somebody who doesn't know you would think that mm. you're older because you don't look like a child. Oh, well, okay. Right. I mean, you're Great. Six, you're <laughs> That's six, what I was going seven, for. Right? Yeah, 62. But but like for me knowing you, I always thought you were young, younger than me, mm. but you're only like 15 months younger than me. Only. That surprises me. I thought you were younger than that. Younger. I think that's, that's cuz Oh, cuz you think special. you're you're so much more no. You're you're so you're so much more wise. That's not the well, proper I am. English. I am, but uh, <laughs> you think you're so much smarter. <laughs> no, it's because get off your high horse there, but it's because <laughs> of you being such good friends with Spencer, who is six months younger than me. So I put you yeah. at like his age. Gotcha. But I guess you're. I mean, you're closer to his age than my age, but yeah. yeah. It's all it's all all the same, you know. Yeah. So, so what what was your schooling experience like? Uh, pretty plain Jane. Um, the thing I I did during school, in all grades except for like grade eleven and twelve, is like I never hung out with any classmates outside of school. Really. Never. Really. Never, like. You don't know me. <laughs> You're not allowed to come over to my house. Like, the only time I started hanging out with people outside of school, a little bit in grade 10 with uh, other Mormons that were my age. Yeah. But, like, before that, no. And 
why just because i don't know i just didn't feel comfortable with it i mean like really i hardly know them like i i go and i sit in a desk next to them while we both yeah. listen to someone that doesn't make me best friends with you so you didn't like talk to people much in school i was a very shy child it's only been like the last i think two years that i've really been able to open up yeah a lot more yeah which you probably might have witnessed a bit I, yeah of. i've i've noticed that i mean you're you're still very reserved i'd say like you yeah like, that is a very fair statement you like and i like groups. being reserved yeah you you like the people that you hang around and you hang around with those people but it's also kind of weird because I seem to have a foot in every single friend group. It's yeah. kind of weird. Like, I'll hang out with, well, the viewers won't know <laughs> who I'm talking about. Yeah. But, like, I'll hang out with Aaron. And, you know, he hangs out with Aaron, Harrison and, you know, all the bros or whatever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I hang out with, like, uh, Amy Georgeson. And I'm yeah. like, like, that's a completely different group. Yeah. But, like, they all accept me. And then I hang out with, like, Jeremy Fernandez. Yeah. And that's, like, a completely different group. For some reason, I have, like, I can easily walk up to a group and be, like, accepted into their group. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I'm still kind of reserved. So, like, they none no group really knows me. Yeah. But, like, they get the surface Tyler. And, yeah. I don't know. I guess people like the surface, Tyler. I don't want to sound cocky about it, but I mean, I mean, I think that's just what it is. I think I give off something. I don't know what that just like, they feel comfortable to enough to like include me, but not enough to like get to know me. I don't know if that makes sense. Would you, would you say that you're pretty easygoing? Uh, Well, if, if I don't want to do something, I don't. I mean, I'm, mm, I wouldn't say easygoing. I, I would say yeah. it still takes a bit of work to get me going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't mean necessarily that you're, you know, always socializing, but that you're just kind of, like, yeah, when sure. you're around, you're like, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm there. Yeah, I'm chill. Yeah. Yeah. Don't expect much, but I'm there. <laughs> You're there. You're there having a good time, not causing any problems. Like, like, uh, <laughs> like there's this box game that everyone plays whenever they have a games night or whatever, where yeah. they have a, like a cereal box on the floor and you have to bend over on one foot, pick it up with your mouth and then stand back up. What? It's just a, it's just kind of like a little time waster or whatever, Apparently right? I haven't been invited to many parties lately. <laughs> Anyway, and then uh, once everybody grabs it, they rip off like a one inch layer off the top. And then, yeah. so you have to go further down and further down, yeah. picking it up. And like, you'll get everyone doing it, except for me. If I don't want to do it, peer pressure doesn't affect me. I don't Is think. Is this the one where it's wrapped up with wrapping paper or something? No. No? Okay. No. Because there is some weird, weird party Mormon games. plays, Mormons play weird party games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like it's because stuff like beer pong is out of the question. Like I, I have done root beer pong. Really? Yeah, only once. It's a boring game. Why would you? <laughs> and I think that's, it's so I think stupid. That's why it's 
beer. That's why you need because... alcohol because it's such a boring game. They couldn't come up with anything better. <laughs> it's such a throw boring balls game. and well, cups. Guess let's fill the cups with alcohol. Maybe it will be more fun that way. Doesn't make the game more fun. It makes you dumber. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm very opinionated when it comes to alcohol, guys. <laughs> it's okay. So, so you grew up in Calgary, pretty shy during school. Were there any? Were there any teachers you connected well with in school? I am. I was always one, and I still am, to connect with people significantly older than myself. Hmm. Like. Even through seminary, I would I would stick around Brother Matthews way more than any other seminary like classmates. Yeah. When I was in grade five, the teacher was my best friend. Not like as a teacher's pet kind of way, just like, I don't know, I could, I don't know. I, I felt more comfortable around them than students. I don't know why. Really? It just, that's just how it went. Hmm. So yeah, every teacher was like my favorite teacher. Really? Eh? <laughs> yeah. Really? Are you? Oh, I thought you were going to ask me if I had a crush on a teacher. Oh, did you? No. Did you, Tyler? Dude, I'm in grade. When I was in grade four, I wasn't thinking about that kind of crap. This is a safe space. This will be. This this is my bedroom. I hope it's a safe space. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh dear. No. Okay. Were there any teachers that you really didn't get along with? Grade three, Miss Gerber. Really. Oh, she was just she was just a miserable person. All, just in general, I don't know why she was a teacher. Yeah. She didn't seem to enjoy her job. Obviously, there must have been something that kept her going in it. Maybe just a paycheck. But yeah. But even then, a paycheck wouldn't be enough to, I don't know, keep you, if you going really, too long. Really hated it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think she hated the kids, or was it just kind of? I think. I think she probably just had a couple bad experiences with some rotten kids. Yeah. And that just kind of set the tone for the rest of her life. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, there's some rotten kids out there, like me. I passed, so. You passed. You're... Well, they don't even care if you fail no. at that yeah, grade. Yeah, sending you on your way anyways. Yeah. What about high school, when you get to take cooler options and stuff? Um, so what's the question? <laughs> Were there any options, like any experiences that you found really neat in high school? Oh, yeah. Um, so I got to do this multimedia class, which uh, just revolved around, you know, web design, photography, videography, just different kinds of media. Um, and it was interesting because... Going into the class, I felt like I already had the first two years of the class under my belt before I even went in, just because I was already so interested in the topic. Yeah. So, like, I passed that class with flying colors, like, easy peasy. So you did already, like, you you already got everything. I already knew what he was teaching me for the first two years. I'm like, I didn't learn anything. And in the, the, uh, the third year, I learned some stuff. Yeah not enough to be like super thrilled about but like i don't know that was just like an easy class same with math math was easy oh really yeah i hated science though what kind of sciences did you take 
I only took the general. Oh, you just took the general. And you didn't need a thirty level, so I didn't. I didn't take a thirty level. <laughs> yeah, I just did physics. Only. Which, uh, if I had to pick one, I would go in physics. Yeah. But, I didn't. Um, yeah, because physics is a lot of math stuff, and I don't know. I just I enjoy math for yeah. some reason. Hmm. Look at that. That is oh, beautiful. Wow. There, now there's a desert scene playing on Tyler's. That's TV just outside screen. of Dubai. Really? Yeah. My aunt lives there, actually. Interesting fact. See, I know it's outside of Dubai, because I took this one, too. Really? Yeah, this was on my uh, unique Q500 4K drone. Nice, nice. Thank so, you. So, do you have a sarcastic sense of humor, Tyler, would you say? No, I, I mean pretty much everything that I say. Um... Awkward yeah. silence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, so I'd say you're pretty sarcastic. In a, like, am I sarcastic? No, this is a safe space. I'm not going to yeah. judge you for your answer here. Yeah. But um, do you think I'm too sarcastic? I don't think so, because you're not sarcastic in a condescending way. Okay. Okay. Good. Right. Cool. Like you're. You know, and you know who your audience is. Like, with, yes, yeah. With, with Luke and I, you're very <laughs> sarcastic. I'll rip you guys a new one. <laughs> yeah, all, all we get is sarcasm from you. I think I think it's Luke mainly that makes me be super sarcastic. Okay, because yeah. he dishes it back so well. Yeah. You just oh, you can't help but I'm you know not, yeah. go back and forth. I'm not as good at. It. He's he's the master. He is. I I respect him for his. <laughs> He's and, so good. And the majority of his opinions. Dude, I love that guy. He's the best. <laughs> he is pretty great. And this is inside Dubai. Oh, cool. I took this one also. Really? Yes. Really? I'm really impressed with your Thank you. flying skills. If anybody has an Apple TV, a 4K, I don't know how your, many. Your screensaver of the yeah. aerial shots, That's that was all done by Tyler Jensen. Well, yeah. Um, Speaking of sarcasm, it was pretty. It was pretty easy. I only, I got, I only got like a hundred thousand dollars out of the job. That's it, eh? But you know, it's the experience, you know. Yeah, I guess they probably approached you saying, "Hey, we've got this great opportunity for you," mm -hmm. and to bump up your resume. Yeah, to bump up your resume. And Tyler's really used to like doing things for free. Yeah. And so, so he said, "Yeah, sure." And he was ready. But, you were ready. But to this time, I wanted away. to. I wanted to get paid this you time, though. To get yeah. Paid this time, eh? Yeah. So I, I told them flat out, I'm like, I know what I'm worth, two hundred fifty. They're like, we'll only give you a hundred thousand. I'm like, well, crap. <laughs> so I mean, like, wasted my time, but no, it did. It did add to the portfolio, I guess. But I mean, by two fifty, you're saying two hundred fifty dollars. Oh, I meant two hundred fifty thousand. That's oh. that's what I thought I was worth. Okay. I unless you were unless to uh, make a funny joke, but uh, I guess not. Oh. Uh, I mean, that's okay if if you're not. As I feel funny like we <laughs> as I thought you were. Cool. That's well, okay. <laughs> that's okay. Your enjoyment know. isn't my soul. Really. Uh, I don't soul. know my sole purpose in life. <laughs> Let's just cut out, like, the last two minutes of this podcast. <laughs> I did not enjoy that. I went okay. so downhill so quick. Anyway, anyways, we're going to move on now. Uh, so where are you at in, in life, Tyler? What are, you, what are you doing? You know what? I'm, uh, I'm, going, I'm, I'm going quick. 
I'm going quick, you know. I'm going at a 350 pizzas an hour at Little Caesars. That's that's that is the that's the fastest I've ever made dough. I've made 350 pizzas oh. in an hour. Yeah, but not but like, like a full pizza though. No, you can't do that. You need no, just like cutting, mixing, and rolling up the dough. Three hundred fifty an hour. Darwin can only do two hundred. So really, I mean, <laughs> wow. I should have one up Darwin the manager. The That'd be weird. That would be kind of weird. How did we meet? I and... hired you <laughs> to work at Little Caesars. That's not how Darwin speaks, by the way. But I feel like you. Yeah. Could... You could be a pirate. I, I hired you. <laughs> so. So yeah, I work at Little Caesars. Um, that's pretty much all I do right now. I don't yeah. really have any super cool projects on the side yet. Yeah, but you're doing some sassy sandwiches stuff. Some stuff. This is the first video I've helped them make in the last like two years. So yeah, but this is also the first video that you guys have done. Period in the last. Two I guess so. Yeah. Like since Spencer left. Yeah, you can really see the dip in the views from when I stopped helping. I I stopped helping them make a couple videos. Yeah. And it's kind of funny that you can see the dip in the views. You're so. Funny. I don't. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of, like, hey, I I obviously did something right. Obviously. <laughs> but everyone has a helicopter pad. Anyway, everyone has a helicopter pad. That's normal. I mean, I do. Pretty standard. You do. I do. Pretty average. Just living here in Calgary. Um, but so, so sassy sandwiches. Explain that to us. Sassy sandwiches. A couple of my friends, or couple, me and Aaron Mitchell, uh, we sat down together and we're like, hey, we both enjoy movie making. Like, let's let's start up a YouTube channel. And put like some good quality content that we're proud of. So we threw we threw some videos up, and we got our friend uh, Spencer Meerhead to help act, just because you know he just wanted to be a part of it. Well, and he's a babe. He's and he, yeah, he he's uh, he's what draws in the views. It's true. If he's not in the thumbnail, you, you can see the views drop. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we sat down. We decided we wanted to make some videos, so we started making them. Uh, as for where the title came from, it just rolled off my tongue. We Actually, we were sitting there. We're like, let's well, like, what are we going to call the channel? Like, I just put together two words. I'm like, sassy sandwiches, and it it stuck. And that's what you did. Yeah. Nice. And do you have any? Have you like made up a fake meaning for it? Because whenever I make up a word, I always like make up some dumb meaning like oh it symbolizes no it's just a sassy sandwich <laughs> um yeah well i was i was going for like like two of the same letters right s and s yeah so uh, i don't know just sassy sandwich oh well as you can see didn't do well in english i'm just kidding i did just I fine <laughs> i don't care that much <laughs> it does have a nice sound to it though sassy sandwiches yeah sassy sandwiches there's just a lot of s's yeah and that's i guess that kind of uh tells your brain to remember it a little bit yeah because yeah. you, you feel it's uh I, I yeah feel, i feel that yeah yeah sassy sandwiches. sassy sandwiches so what's what kind of projects have you guys done on there 
a lot of just short little comedy skits. Um, some of the videos were honestly just thrown up as uh, kind of crash courses, like with my when I got my new drone. Like that, uh, there's a journey's fortune. The video is called. Was that the Pokemon one? That was the Pokemon one. Well, yeah. now we just gave away the ending. Oh, but that's okay. Is that what? what oh. Yeah, in oh, the yeah. end. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah, that that video was solely made so that I could go out and try flying my drone, like try and get some footage with it. Yeah. A lot of it was not shot by a drone, but like that was the main reason for it. So, like, there are some videos that are just there as, I don't know, just some fillers, I guess. Yeah. But a lot of them we took pride in making. So, yeah, those were a I lot mean, of fun. Yeah, even that one was still good. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it wasn't bad. I mean, Not at all. I, I think one thing that I, that I appreciate about you. Oh. And that I think. Oh, jeez. <laughs> about I to get pretty prideful in here. <clears throat> is doing is like do, doing a good job on things um I, I well thank you like, first of all <laughs> I feel like I, I churn out a lot of garbage mm. um I wouldn't necessarily agree with that because <laughs> stuff you make is is obviously a lot better than someone that can just like that just picks up a camera like you yeah. do put work into it and it does show yeah i appreciate that maybe that's um, just my opinion of like everyone's their own worst critic yeah, yeah. It, it's so true um i can't remember who told me that i think it was a la teacher because like i i just i hated writing short stories that's why when i, I hated when it when i do a writing assignment for school mm -hmm. i write it and i don't read over it i <laughs> never read over it because i know i'm gonna hate it yeah and it'll never get finished. Yeah, but I think you're just being too hard on your work. I think it's I think it's just fine. Uh the thing that I'm slowly realizing is that I need like <laughs> I feel like my stuff isn't good enough. Obviously everyone's their own career. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but um the thing that I like I know what I need to improve on. It's like sometimes you just you can't tell but there's something you just don't like about it. But I've, I've finally figured out what it is that I need to improve on. I just need to think things through. A lot of the time, like, I'll get there. I'll have my camera out. I'm like, I'm ready to make this. And then, like, an hour in, I'm just, like, I'm not nearly as far along as I thought I would be in an hour. Like, I thought I would have five shots done, but I've yeah. only got, like, two. Yeah. And then I just start rushing. So is that a planning thing? Uh, I don't think it's a planning thing because... I've sat down with Aaron and we've spent hours writing scripts yeah. for like a five minute video. Yeah. But as soon as we show up on set, we, we have the plan and everything, but I just get impatient, I guess, when I realize how slowly things are moving along. Yeah. And I don't know if for some reason it, it, it bothers me and then I end up rushing and I don't take my time with each individual shot. Which I th I think shows like I can, yeah, it, I can think of some shots that I really appreciate a lot more than other shots. Yeah, and like I know that's why, but like I can't get my mind around actually doing something about it. I know I need that to improve on that, but I just can't. Yeah. Ugh. So it, 
It's just when things go wrong, don't rush through the rest of the project kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. If you need to, take a step back, come to that shot later. Yeah. Which is something I've never done, but, like, that's my counsel. <laughs> yeah. I've never done it, but I'll tell you to do it. Because when you, when you <clears throat> do go out and film something, you have a shot list. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you have an idea of what you want to get. And how often do you find, when you, like, when you get out to film stuff, how often do you have to completely improvise? Um, honestly, a lot of the time, because when I plan a shot, I plan it just like in my own head. This is exactly how I want it to look. I don't think of the reality of like how big or small the room is. Like, uh, we had a kitchen, we have a kitchen scene in a video we're starting to shoot right now. And I, in my mind, I had the shot lined up, but when we got there, I can't, like my lens isn't wide enough. And I can't go any further back. I, I'm running. I'm like, there's a wall in the way. Like, I can't rip out a wall yeah. <laughs> out of somebody's house. So there's a lot of times where I have to improvise. I have to make up like a new shot, like a similar angle, but a different approach. So I improvise a lot. But but there always is a plan. So I don't get sidetracked from like, I don't spend all my time trying to redesign the entire script or anything. Yeah. I just, I tweak one thing and then I look back at the script to make sure that I'm not super far off. Yeah. And then, yeah. So I improvise a fair bit, I think. Yeah. Which is, I if, guess if that answered your question. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. No. So, so a couple years ago, was it? Well, what are we talking about? Like a year and a bit ago when you went to Toronto. Oh, yes. You're, uh, yeah, a year and, like, three or four months. Yeah. Four, four months, yeah. Yeah, so what what were you doing out there, and oh, what yes. was that experience like? Um, well, my, my uncle is a Steadicam operator, so anytime you see a shot in a movie where it's, like, fluidly smooth, you know, going down a hallway or whatever... That's him with his uh, with his Steadicam. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway. So, um, it's yeah. So my uncle is a Steadicam operator for like feature films. Um, so I wanted to go out there to uh, really just to talk with him. That's all I really wanted to do because he'll come out and visit Calgary, but he's only there for a week. Yeah. Out of like, he comes once every like two years. I don't have time to just sit down one-on-one. He's trying to visit everybody. Mm-hmm. So I thought the only way to do that is to buy a ticket, go out there. And, you know, while we talked, we were playing with his camera gear, which is <laughs> impressive, yeah. to say the least. Yeah. And uh, so my goal going out there was just to talk with a professional, you know, get his insight on school and stuff. He didn't even go to film school at all so how did he get into that um he he lived in calgary and then he decided this is what i want to do i want to be a camera operator that's all i want to do so he thought he had two options there's two major film cities in canada there's vancouver and toronto if he went if he picked up and moved everything to vancouver if he he could run home if he got scared 
Yeah. Or if things weren't going well. But he got up, moved to Toronto, and said, I'm here until it works. Yeah. Like, you can't just drive home. Yeah. Like, it's a three-day drive or whatever. And a boring drive. And, <laughs> yeah, Canada's pretty boring in the middle. <laughs> yeah. The middle of Canada is very uninteresting as far as... The edges are nice. The edges are nice. Beautiful. But the middle... <laughs> could use some work <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's like a standard book the beginning is interesting because it has to hook you mm-hmm. the end is interesting because it leaves you on a cliffhanger for the inevitable sequel yeah so so you went out there what kind of what was that experience like and what did you learn from it well it was the first time i ever traveled on my own mm-hmm. which was kind of a big deal for me like, I know it's pretty easy. You hop on a flight for three hours and then you're there. Easy. Yeah. Easy. But for me, like, that was something I've never done before. And I wasn't entirely, like, confident in doing it. I'm like, I'm going to get lost in the airport. <laughs> like, those Calgary and Toronto are fairly large airports. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I was worried I was just going to get lost or whatever. Um, so that helped me develop as a person, I think, you know a little bit of independence yeah but um my trip out there what i learned from that was just it's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows when i get into the industry yeah there will be months where like well for example my uncle he went out there there would be months where he made 50 dollars the whole month yeah and he lived in his car for like three or four months until he could afford somewhere yeah Because he just got little end jobs, uh, just like a single shot on a music video or or commercial or whatever. And it won't be all sunshine and rainbows until you've established a name for yourself, which will take 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Seven to 10 years, somewhere around there. Yeah, you had to work for it. Yeah, you've got to work your butt off. (laughs) Yeah. So is that, that's your plan then, is to... To suck it up. Suck it up and get on a set someday. Yeah. Um, and it's nice that Calgary's developing their film industry in the area because I'm not sh- I personally, I don't think I could do a move <laughs> to Toronto or to Vancouver. Like, that's just like a daunting thing. That'd like I crazy. I, I can't imagine. I cannot see myself doing that. Yeah. Well, I'm the same way. I've lived in Calgary my whole life. Yeah, I don't want to leave. (laughs) I fear the unknown. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. And I've I've never been to Toronto or Vancouver, so. I you need to go to Toronto. It was it was the best week of my life. Well, let's get uh, let's get in the industry and. It it yeah. Get a job. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, we'll be there in a decade, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Let's do it. Why not? So, so you're going to that what are you doing now that you know you're working on sassy sandwiches stuff what what else is kind of going on um well i do have a lot of requests from people to do little odd end jobs yeah um sassy sandwiches is like just like a thing for fun but some people like since we're in the mormon community or any community if you were in any community you you know people and they know people so then when someone's like hey i'm i'm getting married 
someone's like, I know Tyler. He does photography. Yeah. I'll see if he's interested. Yeah. And then that gets your name out there a little bit more and a little bit more. And yeah. I was invited to do a uh, video for a interfaith um, music festival night kind of thing. Okay. And that was like the cool, like that, that's super cool. Like someone thought of me to do that. Like yeah. that's not a small task. No. Did you go? I didn't. <laughs> I thought you didn't because I went. I, I really wish. Oh. I, I didn't, I didn't film, but it was really, really cool. Actually, we'll have to talk after the show because I have some stuff that we might be able to do. Oh, cool. cool. Um, but. Okay, so so you're getting these odd jobs. Yeah, I get these these odd jobs. So like, I know that my work is impressing somebody out there or leaving an impression. I guess is the better yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. It's just. Yeah. So like, the more I do, the more the more experience I get, and that'll that'll set me up a lot better for when, uh, for example, I'm applying to school and I need to submit a portfolio. Now I'm I've got like a small collection, yeah. And who knows? In between now and when I do end up getting to school, um, I could I could do a lot more work of like a larger scale thing, yeah. and uh, that'll get my name out there even further. Yeah, which yeah. is awesome and huge, huge help. Yeah. So you you've got a few things rolling there. You're planning to go to school. Mm -hmm. Do you have a specific school in mind that you'd like to go to? Um, SATE is the one that I'm going to be applying for. Um, Southern, uh, what is it? Southern Alberta Institute of Technology or for yeah. technology, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, for any viewers that don't know, or listeners, I guess not viewers. Yeah. <laughs> listeners. Not. not yeah. Oh, well, whatever. The people. Yeah. Um, You're planning to go to SATE? Yeah, planning to go to SATE. Uh, much past that, I don't I don't have... I don't know what's in store. Really? I know it's a two-year program. I know that I technically don't need to go the two years. I know I technically don't need to go to school at all, depending on how hard I'm going to push for it. Yeah. Like if I'm like my uncle, I'm going to move out across the country and, and just happen. just stick it out. Then yeah. like I can't do that personally. <laughs> so I'm going to go to school so that I have something to show yeah. on my resume. Yeah. That's that's like, a, you know, so that it's kind of it's it, currency to get you. Yes. Further so that you don't have to spend four months in your car. Because yeah. You yeah. Have a roof. Yeah, it's 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 a little uh, it's a little Kickstarter, I guess. Yeah. Would be a best way to describe it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's sweet. So, and then, and from there, uh, is it now a lot of people when they think of you know getting into the film industry, they mm -hmm. think of oh, I want to be an actor, I want to be a director, I want to you know do this, this, this. Mm -hmm. What's your plan? with getting into the film industry because you because your uncle he he he's a steadicam operator right yeah and and so that's and he enjoys it mm -hmm. and and you enjoyed going out and playing with his 
practice oh gear. yeah he told me about practice gear what is his practice gear tyler his practice gear well he, he has a practice camera everything else isn't quite practice gear it's just gear um but his camera is like a three thousand dollar black magic 4k camera the thing that i drool over and that's just his practice camera. Yeah. So when he and when I went out to in Toronto, he invited me to bring my gear. So I brought like my little rinky dinky DSLR. Yeah. And like I didn't I didn't have the the rig or whatever that was shown in the uh, promo video for this podcast. All I had was the camera and like a microphone. Yeah. So I brought that out to show him, and he looked at it and he was so excited for me yeah. that's the thing it was like he was so excited that i had a camera because at his age he didn't have a camera he just knew that he wanted a camera really so then he just he just saved up his money bought a camera moved out and it's like i gotta use it yeah but like oh it was so oh what so, was the question? I totally got sidetracked. Well, well no, I, I sidetracked you because I wanted to talk about this briefly before we move on to what you want to do in the industry. Mm, yes. Um, I was, you know, thinking, what what did you learn from your uncle's excitement about your rinky-dinky DSLR? <laughs> which is, which, I'll know, it, it is a good camera. It works. I use the, sa- I use the same camera. It's a great yeah. camera. If it works, it works. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what I learned from going out there is uh, no matter how how small you are in the industry or how big you are, it's all what you make of it. Mm-hmm. Like, you can you can have the biggest fanciest camera you want, but if you don't enjoy it, you won't enjoy it. Yeah. But if you do enjoy it, then you got you got something going for you. Like you'll make it work if you, if you enjoy it, yeah. no matter how small you are. Yeah. 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 Which is. Which, I think that's answered. Which is true. Which yeah. Is true, because I mean, I look at my equipment. The first time that I got paid by somebody to film something, I had a mic my camera and a tripod mm-hmm. and and i had worked i think over the period of four years to get that mm-hmm. right so it your your uncle i i think that's an excellent lesson taught there so uh moving back to the question that i had like five minutes ago uh, <laughs> what what's your plan with going into the industry well it's one of those industries where you go in and you are the little guy and everybody knows you're the little guy so they give you the little guy jobs yeah like uh when it comes to like camera operating the littlest guy literally just like helps hold uh helps hold the camera when the main like the camera operator is tired really all you do is you hold it for him because Though some of those rigs are no joke, they're like fifty pounds, and well, you're yeah. carrying them around, yeah. walking between doorways, running backwards, doing a shot. Yeah, that's no joke. So as soon as the director says cut, you put your arms out to grab the camera because that guy, like, he can't hold on to it for much longer. Yeah. So your job is literally to carry it 
from where he just stopped all the way back to the beginning so they can do another take. Yeah. And then again and again, that's your only job. Yeah. So I'm going to start at the bottom and then I'm going to do what my uncle did. I'm going to progress until I find something I love. And then I'm not going to try and push for something bigger. Yeah. Because he's a camera operator. He's been offered director of photography, which yeah. is like the paychecks like three times bigger. Wow. The director of the photography is paid as much, if not just slightly less than the director himself. Did you know that? No. Now you know that. Because the director will have the idea, the director of photography makes it happen. Yeah. Like, he composes everything to, to match what's in the director's mind. So, that's why he gets paid so much, because without him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't happen. But yeah, I'll progress until I find something I love, and then I'll just I'll stick with it. That's my plan. I'll, I'll hold the camera. I'll be a focus puller. I'll handle a camera when it's just sitting on a tripod, like in a newsroom or something. Yeah. I'll maybe I'll get to do like steady cam work or something, and I'll just go up to where I want to be. I think right now, without any real experience, director of photography does sound like a lot of fun. Yeah. Like you get to pick where the lights go. You get to pick where the cameras kind of pointing from that like working in in conjunction with yeah. the, the director himself that'd be a lot of responsibility too oh oh yeah <laughs> if i mean yeah you can blame it on somebody oh that light's not in the right spot kind of thing but at the end of the day it's you it's, you, it's right? your call yeah. yeah you're the one putting everything there right and yeah i guess so does the director of the photography the director of the movie says i want this shot yeah and then the director of photography moves everything around makes it happen to get it in the right spot yeah and i'm guessing a lot of the time has to tell the director no, no. yep yep you can't do that you're the, you're the guy that has to say no um but a good director of photography will never say no yeah. like you'll find a way like yeah and that's that's cool because you get to do problem solving and stuff like that's that'll make your job exciting yeah like actually getting like your hands dirty figuring it out yeah um yeah so <laughs> with, with that you're you know so your your goal is to get up maybe you know go all the way up to director of photography would you ever want to be a director i think if i if I stumbled upon the right project, yeah, I think I, I would like to take that. Yeah, but like, it it really until I start working with directors and like actually working on movie sets, I won't really know. Yeah. I won't even know if I want to go up to director of photography. Yeah, I might just want to stay as a camera operator. Yeah, maybe even lower. Who knows? But I I personally I think. If I could direct my own movie, that would be amazing. Yeah. I just won't know if I'm going to be capable of doing it until I'm closer to. Yeah, that's interesting. I guess, I guess <clears throat> probably a big difference between the two positions would be the director works more with the people, like with the actors and stuff. Yeah. And director of photography does a lot of the, the equipment. technical equipment. Yeah. And stuff. Okay. Yeah. 
that's interesting because you do you, you never really hear director of photography oh yeah if you okay if you find that a certain movie like you find these little movies that have like a certain style to them yeah. yes the director picked the style yeah or like he picked the film but the director of photography kind of picks the style so you'll have some movies that are just really really weird like um Willy Wonka yeah like the old one had a style to it yeah. obviously and then like the newer one with Johnny Depp had a weird different style yeah. that's because the director of photography he like creates the atmosphere so a director picks the project and he he has an idea in his mind the director of the photography finds the way that projects the um uh, the mood that you're trying to create okay okay yeah so like the director is like okay so for like a batman movie for example when the joker comes in everything needs to be gloomy something you know, kind of like dark yeah. The director of the photography picks exactly how to do that. Okay. Like, the director just wants it darker. The director of photography is like, no, no, no. You need a green tinge to the light. You need to create this atmosphere where the viewer feels, like, off or, like, uneasy or okay. something bad's about to happen. Um, so they create the style, the director creates the, uh, no, okay, I can't figure out how to say this properly. The, the director of photography figures it out. Like he, he figures it out, and he, he, how to do it. and how to do it most effectively. Okay. I think that's kind of. Okay, so, so I'm guessing with that then, most directors have their director of photography. Yes. Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. They, they say, this is who I like to work with. This is who I work with. Yeah, well. like he gets me. Like, yeah. he, like he has the style that I'm looking for. Yeah. That's the first person that a director looks to hire is the director of photography. Someone that, like, he, like the director will envision the movie and then he needs to find someone that, like, has a similar view yeah. to Aesthetic. things. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, yeah. we're, we're out of time. Cool. Thanks for the chat, Tyler. Um, <laughs> I guess yeah. we want to encourage people to go check out Sassy Sandwiches. Yeah, why not? We're working on a new video right now, right? We are. And I have a few video ideas I want you guys to make. Too, yeah, you, I, I've heard them. I've, 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 I've heard them. You know, like a little, I'm a little fangirl. I've featured in some of those videos. Uh, yeah, excellent. Thanks for being on the show. And oh, uh, yeah. all the best with everything. Oh, well, thank you very much, Alex. <laughs> that was our second guest on the show, Tyler Jensen. Be sure to check out his channel, Sassy Sandwiches. There will be a link to that somewhere, wherever I can put links. And stay tuned for our next guest, Kyle Marshall. This has been My Wax Museum, hosted by myself, Alex Williams, and produced by Nightworthy Media House.